Welcome to a very, very first episode of Killing Obsession. As usual, you are joined by your host, Kaylee Clements, and her two best friends, Miriam. Hey guys. And Emily. Hey. And today we are talking about one of my least favourite serial killers. He's so annoying. I just, he's a horrible little man. Uh, Dennis Rader, also known as the BTK. So, do you guys have anything, anything you know about Mr. Lynn Rader? Um, I think the only thing I know is that it, uh, BT, BTK stands for, um, something, torture kill. <laughs> Find torture kill. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know a lot about serial killers, but it's always very interesting to hear about them, you know? Yeah. I know his first family that he killed, like, they all have the same name. It's mm-hmm. like Julia, Joseph, Josephina, Joseph <laughs> like, Do you remember that Duggar family and all their kids' names began with J? Yeah, they were like Jamie Lynn, Jedward, and all so those. Spoken the Kardashians. Yeah. So anyway, um, let's just get straight into it. So Dennis Lynn Rader, also known as BTK, was born on the 9th of March in nineteen forty-five in Pittsburgh, Kansas. Um, his, as they like to call it, reign of terror, I suppose, uh, went on from nineteen seventy-four until nineteen ninety-one, and he only had ten victims. Um, I I heard he sent letters and like to like the newspapers and to, to police and that's very very zodiac of him and very um <laughs> son of sam as well and it's kind of like it's kind of a copycat yeah in a way and he's like so desperate for attention which we kind of see a lot throughout like his life um he said that his parents paid little attention to him like he was always like oh my god my mom ignores me and he really resented her for it but then um, we wa- we watched a documentary that, ironically enough, is BTK, Born to Kill. Um, and, like, his friends were like, no, he was just a normal guy. And it's kind of weird that he was constantly like, no, I- I'm so ignored. No one likes me. But he had a wife and kids that loved him. Honestly, um, it's real pick-me energy, you know? <laughs> Dennis Wright is a pick-me boy. Um, so when he was younger, he was into um, a lot of weird shit. Like, he had sadistic sexual fantasies about torturing traps and helpless women. Mm. Which you see, like, that's literally all his murders are trapped and helpless women. Um, he was into zoo sadism, which is um, torture. Is you get pleasure animals. from cruelty to animals. Mm. Torturing small animals. Oh my god, okay. Um, his friends said that they went hunting and fishing, but he was just normal when he did it. I guess, like... Wasn't, as normal as hunting can be. <laughs> wasn't there a time when he was 12 and, like, he went somewhere and a bully tied him up and he ejaculated? <laughs> I, I actually do not know. <laughs> yeah, he apparently, like, he went to a bully and he was like, oh, pick me. And then <laughs> he got tied up. And then there was a time when his mother got her, wa- her ring caught in the spring of the couch and was helpless and he stood there and was like, <gasps> yum. Dennis. Oh. Uh, we also see a lot. Um, with serial killers in general, they kind of, it's like a kind of telltale sign of torturing animals. Like mm. Dahmer, as Emily loves Jeffrey Dahmer. I love Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> <laughs> um, he like was obsessed with killing animals. He really wanted to kill his neighbor's dog, and like you kind of see that with with Dennis. I, I'm not gonna even call him Mr. Raider. He doesn't deserve it. He's Dennis. He he wanted to kill animals. He wanted to torture them. He got pleasure from it, and like. You also see, which I'm going to keep saying this, it keeps coming in with his further crimes of like, he was into, they call it like autoerotic asphyxiation, which is sexual choking. Mm -hmm. And he loved it. And like, 
voyeurism, which is, like, basically just watching people have sex. Yeah. 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 And um, cross-dressing. A lot of them yeah, did. Like mm. Mads could have been a really good drag queen if he had just yeah, gone to therapy. It's like uh, Jeff Burdock's name? I don't know. Jeff Burdock's was um. Remember the shoe color? He oh. Put up feet. Yeah, he were like feet. Yeah. What's it with serial killers and feet? I don't know. They're all like mmm yummy feet. Like they're, it's they're either, gross. They're either gay or feet lovers. Feet lovers. <laughs> if you see a, if you see a feet lover, stay away. Yeah, He'll probably it, kill you. But it's weird because he had no other characteristic of a serial killer. Like, they're either bedwetters, well, they love fire. Well, they, he resented his mom. That's a big thing. A lot of them have mommy issues. Yeah, but, like, Gary Ridgway resented his mom because he, like, sexually abused her. Or abused her. Yeah. So. Well, I guess that a lot of it either comes from they're embarrassed of their moms or, like, their moms shame them for stuff. Like, um, Gary Ridgway was a bedwetter mm-hmm. and his mom, like, humiliated him for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, BTK, I think, is just an attention seeker. Like his whole life, he's just a little attention seeker. Like he spied on his female neighbors while wearing women's clothing. Um, if you watched Mindhunter, it's a very accurate representation of he had a mask of a woman's face, and it was ugly. Like you can look up the crime scene photos. Um, he wore like a mask of a woman's face, and he'd wear dresses, and he would tie his neck with a rope onto the door handle of like Mm -hmm. his bathroom, and he'd pull so that the door would choke him, and that's how he got pleasure. Like, not from his lovely wife, you know, that he married and loved. It was from There's choking weird himself. weird people in this world. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine being married for, like, 20 years and you're just, like, walking mm, in. Yeah, Jesus. They, they were <laughs> married like, for, like, his whole crime. Like, his whole crime span, they were married. Up until he got arrested. Nothing. Oh, nothing. Days. Um, yeah, like we say, he, he liked to bind his own arms and his neck and just shoot ropes. That's... <laughs> Um, they say he was mediocre in school and he dropped out, which is common enough with serial killers, but I guess also common at the time. Um, he worked in the Air Force uh, from 1966 until 1970, and then he got married to a woman called Paula, and I think it's Dietz. I'm going to butcher that last name for the rest <laughs> of the episode. Um, they had two children together. Uh, he was also a very religious man. Um, he was convenient. in the convenient. Yeah, he's in the Christ Lutheran Church, and he was actually elected president of the church council. So, like, That's wow. embarrassing. Must be <laughs> yeah, he had such a normal front. Um, I think he even worked for a security company fitting alarms for people that were terrified of the BTK breaking into their house. And he was actually in the house installing the alarms. But, you know, he's a married man. He's got two kids. He goes like, to church. He works. He just seems normal. It's kind of like a weird version of Gacy. Mm. Like Gacy was married and had kids. Did yeah, he have kids? yeah, and he was a very and he, and he prominent was gay. <laughs> bisexual. Yeah, is what he like, says he was so normal because he like he used to perform at like kids' birthdays. Yeah, so it's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. I guess they're like avid members of the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like a lot of serial killers have two lives. Mm. Yeah, yeah, hiding in plain sight. Really, exactly. Kind of terrifying if you think about it. Yeah, anyone, anyone could be a serial killer. <laughs> Trust no one is what we're saying. <laughs> and then this, this is where. The first crime starts. So on January 15, 1974, uh, the BTK killed four members of the Otero family. So um, it started, he was around, I think it was like a park, and he saw the little, the youngest son, the Otero family son, um, kind of just walking around, and he followed him, and he kept showing him pictures of, uh, I believe it was Dennis's own wife, being like, do you know this woman? Do you know this woman? I'm a private investigator. Do you know her? And this kid was just like, no leave me alone like he's like you old smelly man i don't want to talk to you and so like 
Dennis was like, whatever. And so this kid goes home and Dennis follows him home and starts knocking on the door. And he's like, is your mom home? I need to speak to her. I need to know if she knows this woman. So the kid lets him in. Um, and then Dennis pulls out a gun. And this is, this is a story he comes up with with nearly all his crimes. He's like, I have a sexual problem. I mean, I just let me do this one thing and I'll leave you alone. Like, mm-hmm. his front was always, no, I'm just here to rob you. Just give me your money. Give me your keys. I'm just going to tie you up. I just want to take your money. But he actually would murder them. <laughs> he separated the family into different rooms. Um, he first tied up the wife. I believe it was in their bedroom. But then her husband comes in. And... Uh, that's when they get into a bit of a struggle, but Raider eventually wins. Um, so the father, the mother, and the son are all choked to death. Um, Raider would put a cord around their neck, a plastic bag over their head, a cord around their neck again, and a pillowcase just to suffocate them good enough. And I think it's two layers. <laughs> <laughs> Layering's really in fashion at this time, so I guess that's kind of where it comes from. But he. Oh, I think a lot of the, like, cord and then a bag and then a cord and then a pillowcase was just to make sure. Like, he was just like, just in case they get out, I'm going to do this a lot. I'm going to make sure there's no (laughs) possible way for them to get out whatsoever. And then he actually watched the son suffocate. When he choked the boy, he sat and watched the boy die. Um, And as I said, the family are all in different rooms, so they have no idea what's going on to each other. They have no idea what happens Mm -hmm. to each other. Um, He then moves on to the daughter, Oh, no. This is, yeah, this is bad. He no. brings the daughter down to the basement. He hangs her from a pipe. Um, There was no sexual assault, but he did masturbate watching the daughter slowly suffocate. Oh, no. Oh, my God. She was, she was, like, nine as well. She was very young. And, like, um, I, I think even the child started begging. She was like, please, just leave me. Like, don't do this to me. And he's like, no. He hung her up on a pipe in the basement and just watched her. That's actually Aww. so disgusting, honestly. Yeah. A little freak. <laughs> I think the last thing you see is this one. This one is shooting ropes. Yeah. But this is where it gets even worse is that he actually goes back through each room and cleans up any evidence. Fair enough. I mean, leaves, I mean, you don't want to be gone. <laughs> he leaves the house exactly as it was, and the family were then found dead by their older children yeah, who came home from school. Apparently, it was Charlie Otreos or something. Mm. Otreos? Otero. Otero. Uh, yeah, they came home from school and they found four members of their family dead. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. actually so it, sad. That was a, he actually went onto a, a documentary mm. it, um, and was talking about how he found his, his two younger siblings and his parents just dead. Just yeah. Like, yeah. Um, we then have another murder four months later he enters the home of Kevin and Kathy Bright their brother and sister mm-hmm. um, he was wearing a ski mask again pointing a gun with the whole fugitive sexual problem story like I just want your cars I want your keys I want your money um, so he ties up the sister first she's in a bedroom and then the brother is gagged and tied in a different room uh, he then shoots the brother in the head twice but the brother survives oh, miraculously yeah. Another similar thing, well, like, I think it was Ramirez shoots yeah. two people in the head and the husband gets up and runs after him. <laughs> so, for some reason, this brother just doesn't die. <laughs> but he's, he's still Americans. gagged and tied in a room. He can't do anything to save his mm. sister. Um, and then Raider goes into the room that the sister is in and he strangles her. Um, and this kind of excites him. He doesn't strangle her to death just yet. Um, but then he stabs her 11 times in the stomach and it took her five hours to bleed out. 
Oh my god, imagine. Yeah. That's so like that must be just excruciating pain, just kinda mm-hmm. just, just lying she's, there. She's yeah. screaming in pain, like and you know, he's choking her and getting so excited about mm-hmm. it. He's just so sexually aroused by choking and murdering these people. And as I said, the brother's still alive, but he wasn't actually able to identify uh Raider properly because he got shot in the face, so he didn't really see much. <laughs> and then in October the same year, so this is, we have four, five, six people, and now he writes a letter. No, it's only five people are dead. But is um, it? Yeah, five people, yeah. Five people and people one attempted. One attempted. Yeah. Uh, this is now October of 74. Raider writes the very first BTK letter to the Wichita Eagle Beacon newspaper, and he claims responsibility for the crimes. Mm-hmm. Um, he takes accountability of the evil of the murders, but he blames it on like the monster in the murderer's head. Mm. Which... He, he contacts him. He's like, it's in a library, and they found it in mm. a like in a, a business book or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. he. I think he uh, messaged a journalist and told them, if you go here, you'll find this. Blah blah blah. And this is this is another thing. I just fucking hate Dennis Rader so much. This is how he signed off the letter. He said, "Yours truly guilty." The code word for me will be bind them, torture them, kill them, BTK. As a rule, you do not get to pick your own nickname if you're a serial killer. <laughs> you do not get that choice. Like Richard wanted Night Prowler, and motherfucker got Night Stalker. They just want. They, I think another name for Richard was the Screen Door Criminal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the, the another nickname for Dennis might have been BTK Strangler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of that. But Dennis, you don't get to choose. I'm afraid. I mean, it did work. It worked out in his favor because now it did. Awesome it BTK. did. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he, fucking Dennis Rader. <laughs> yeah. Dennis Lynn Rader. <laughs> this is now the time where he's kind of developed a signature for his murders. So he goes in. Um, you know this whole story of da, 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 I'm a fugitive. I just want your cars. I want your money. I want your food. Um, and he attacks during the day. Which is very weird, because really a lot of them would just yeah. go for the night, because it's more mysterious. Um, he attacks during the day, he cuts the phone wires, he binds them, he tortures them, he kills them. Mm. And then he goes and cleans up and leaves. Um, so then in March of 1977, this is three years later, um, he launches Project Green, but his intended target wasn't there. Um, he then sees a child walking home, and then again does the whole photo thing, and then like... It's like, oh, I'll just follow him home and I'll get the kid to let me into the house. Where he then sees a young woman in her early 20s, a mother of three. Mm-hmm. Um, she, her name is Shirley Van or Shirley Veen, I'm sure. Um, he then does the whole story again, pulls out the gun. She complies because she thinks she's going to live. She thinks mm-hmm. he's just going to sexually just, assault her, yeah. take her stuff and leave. Because she has three kids. Three young kids. She's like, there's no way. Mm-hmm. There's no way he'd kill my children. Yeah. Or me. Yeah, exactly. Um, and she actually helps... Rich, uh, Richard. She actually, <laughs> she actually helps Dennis. She puts her kids in the bathroom, away from where they're going to be. Mm-hmm. And she gives them toys and blankets. Because she's like, it's going to be a while. Just stay quiet in this room and nothing will happen. I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. We can all leave. She then actually vomits because she's that scared. Oh, my God. And Dennis gets her a glass of water and calms her down. Oh, well, that's kind of cute. What a sweet man. <laughs> what a sweetie. I'm messing. Then um, he strangles her. He starts strangling her, and her kids can see all of this. There's a crack in the bathroom door. Oh, uh, I'm not sure what way the lock is, but there's like a little crack in the door, and her three kids can see it oh, all happening. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> but I don't think she dies because the phone then rings and Raider runs. He no. leaves. Because, no. But then I remember her kids, actually, the oldest son opened a bathroom window. 
and crawled out. She doesn't do And they went and got their mom because I, I, was ter- I can't imagine sitting in the bathroom and you're hearing all this going on. And you're like, mom. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird that, like, um, he calmed her down, but mm. there's a part that's like, he doesn't want them to be scared. He wants them to be in pain. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like... That's his kink, is pain. Yeah, it's not being scared. Yeah. Um, and then of December of the same year, 1977, he does this in the middle of the night, which is kind of breaking pattern. He also breaks the window... Um, which he had never really done before. It was always he was just let in, mm-hmm. which is how kind of you throw the police off your scent as if you're let in because then they think, oh, it's someone the family knows. Yeah. Um, he breaks in. He gets into the home of twenty five year old Nancy Fox, who he had watched for months. He stalks his victims. Um, he did the same sexual problem story, and they share a cigarette with each other. Oh. Lovely, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He then handcuffs her and lies her face down on the bed, and he strangles her. With um a nylon, her own nylon sock, mm. he strangles her to death with her own mm. nylon sock. Um, she dies. Then he masturbates over her. Oh, oh no! Don't do that. Dennis. Yes. <laughs> Dennis. And then he takes a trophy, which um, I, the only one I think I can think of that takes trophies is Dammer. but Dammer Dammer took bodies, <laughs> whereas like <laughs> Dammer ate that. Shit. Yeah. Whereas Dennis Rader actually takes her driver's license. Mm. Then he goes and calls the police from a phone booth, and he calls it. It was the perfect hit. That was a face smack there. <laughs> yeah, he calls it the perfect smack. Or the perfect smack. Perfect hit. It's also weird that, like, um, to all of his things, it's strangle. And, like, strangle mm. you seen as, like... Like, because he's doing it with a cord, he wouldn't be looking his victim in the face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And But with... What was her name? Bright. He stabbed her. Yeah. He stabbed her in the it's stomach. It's like he, he doesn't have a clear pattern. Like, Jeffrey was blackout drunk, raped them, killed them, yeah. eat them. Yeah. Him, he's like... Oh, well, I could shoot you in the face mm-hmm. or I could strangle mm-hmm. you. Yeah. It's n- not even like he's a perfect serial killer to where he actually has a pattern. Yeah. I think a lot of it is, um, a lot of them just like all the shit. <laughs> like, like everything. Like, if we look at Son of Sam, he loves shooting women. <laughs> just in the face. Mm-hmm. But, like, Richard Ramirez, I'm going to keep referencing him because his picture's on my wall. But he, he either likes shooting them, he likes strangling them, he likes torturing them yeah, but his pattern was that he always sexually assaulted like kids or he went he didn't in, always yeah sometimes he was like oh no actually he was like oh no <laughs> or like when he broke in he'd he'd kill the woman and mm-hmm. leave the man no he killed the husband. oh no no he killed the man and leave the woman sexually yeah. assaulted but i think that's because he's weak Mm, I mean, <laughs> he wouldn't be able to fight off another I mean, man if we look at this malnourished boy mm-hmm. he wouldn't be able when to he got arrested he got the the he got the beaten on his life. Yeah. But that's for another episode. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's what I think is like Dennis just kind of likes it all. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. like if he's both pain. he's both organized and an or- unorganized yeah. killer. It's just kind of kind of weird. Yeah, I'm just like, it's really do you have a plan or do you not have a plan? It's obviously mm-hmm. the monster guy. <laughs> <laughs> and this is um like we're always gonna be referencing other serial killers here, but it is very zodiac where he mm-hmm. sends the letters. Like he wants attention. He wants to be like, look at me, notice me, mm-hmm. which I think relates to his childhood. He was never noticed. Yeah. In his words, he was never noticed. Could um, be getting off on that too, the, the attention the of attention. people. Like, yeah. Yes. Or it could be him getting off the fear of the public, of how the public reacts. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. a lot of serial police like that, where they're like, oh, you fear me now. Yeah, they feel like they control the streets. Because like when he was younger, apparently like he had ni- really bad nightmares mm-hmm. about like monsters hunting him down, and then eventually he got aroused by that. 
And he likes the whole God. thing of bird and prey. And I hate this man more <laughs> and more every time we hear something. like, oh, freaking the boogeyman. Yeah. Oh, like he's so <laughs> handsome. <laughs> and then in um, April of 1979, he breaks in and waits in this woman's home, but she doesn't arrive. Oh, Anna. Oh, Anna. <laughs> he then leaves and writes a poem, which Emily is going to read out for us now. Oh, I this, did not have it. This is, I get a stall for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> this is so weird that he sat in this woman's home waiting for her. Like, I think a lot of time he just sat in wardrobes and waited mm-hmm. until these women came home. Like, at, hey. at what point did he decide, okay, maybe I should leave? How long did he wait? Like, an hour? there all night. Like, <laughs> he was so desperate. He was just like, please, Anna, please. Anna, why aren't you home, bitch? So, this poem is, what's it called? Anna? Oh, Anna, why didn't you appear? Oh, Anna. Okay, so now I have to read it, yay. Don't struggle. I, I will try not to. <laughs> oh, Anna, why didn't you appear? T'was a perfect plan of deviant pleasure, so bold on spring night. My inner felling hot with procession of new wakening season. Worn with inner fear and rapture, my pleasure of entanglement. Like new vines at night. Oh, Anna, why didn't you appear? Drop of fear fresh spring rain would roll down your nakedness to soft, to scent, to lofty fever that burns within. In that small world of longing, fear, rapture and desperation, the game we play fall on devil's ears. Fantasy spring forth, mounts to storm fury, then winter clam at, at the end. Oh, Anna, why didn't you appear? Alone, ne- ne- well, Sorry. Alone now in another time span, I lay with sweet enraptured garments across my private thought. Bed of spring, moist grass, clean before the sun, enslaved with control, warm winds scenting the air. The sunlight spring sparkled tears in eyes so deep and clean. Alone again, I trod in memories, memory of mirrors and ponder why for number eight was not. Oh, Anna, why didn't you appear? Freak. Just, oh, just hearing that just shivers down was fine, doesn't it? He's so unlikable. <laughs> yeah. Lizzy has nothing going for him. I hate this. Oh no, Dennis. Dennis. So, the poem, on a surface level, it's so pathetic. It's so he's such a pathetic <laughs> little man who like was just oh please 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 let me kill you oh, and like she was just like no I'm not gonna show up now. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I feel like I just feel gross just listening to it in a way. <laughs> just like ew. It makes you feel unclean. Yeah, like Dennis, you're making us all feel unclean right now. And uncomfortable. Just like, why did you have to write a poem? <laughs> Poems are so weird. Yeah. Um. So then, do you have anything to add? Yes, I have a lot. She has an an. She's an analysis. Analysis. She's Anna lies. That took me a second. So. Through the poem, you see there's really long sentences. So, obviously, he wanted it to be long. Like, killing or okay. some shit like that. I don't know. But um, in the first line, "'Twas a perfect plan." The T could mean torture. Ooh. <laughs> the T could mean torture or T in maths and science. So, T1, T2 um, actually refers to the start or beginning of a phase of a study. So, the start of killing. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. But I, then, okay, go on. Oh, what were you gonna say? Well I actually think this is kinda um the end of an era, I suppose, for Dennis. Because then he starts his new era. Mm. And then he does say, um he does reference new a lot in the poem. Mm-hmm. So new awakening season, new vines, 
Maybe he had new plans. Maybe. <laughs> well, his plans weren't very fucking clear. You know, that's very true. Yeah. <laughs> All over the place he was. Yeah, and then it was written a year before Kerry Raider was born. so he His own child. So he obviously took off a cooling period because, you know, what a nice guy. That's even yeah. more terrifying when they can just switch it off. Yeah. Mm. Like some of the, Yeah, some of them go into, like, berserker mode. That they just start killing left, right and centre. But he's like, I'm going to take a break. Take a little hiatus. I've um, killed how many people by this stage? Six. Six. Yeah. And he's like, I'll take a break. I've done enough. This <laughs> new year, new me. You know, he's got to take his time off. Yeah, true. Everyone needs a little bit of time off, a little bit of a little break. <laughs> he's having a little break. vacation for himself. And then in the word proposition, I don't even know how to say it. Propensation. Uh, propensation. Propensation. Probably said the wrong. <laughs> we can't read. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's actually not a word. It's James Joyce's in Finnegan's Awake poem. It's used and it's... Um, it's a junk, junk deposing. So that means words that are put together that are kind of close. Okay. So like black and white junk deposing with color. So right. It's kind of a contrast. And poetic pe- techniques. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could mean the combination of prosperity, property, and possessions put together. So that's what it could mean. Oh. Or it could mean propelling his extension, as in him shooting rocks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then in one thing it's like during the winter clams instead of winter clam or clam cam there we go. It's used and um, where he's from. It's a method that's still used with clams in the winter, and it should be used with extreme caution. So he could be referring to himself. Um. Yeah, and then the first line is missing an a or like an and or whatever, and I think that means something bold and new. Mm-hmm. That's waiting for Anna. <laughs> I think also with the like bad grammar and stuff we see a lot in his letters, because I think he wanted, he wanted to throw people off, being like, no, this is not an intelligent man. Whereas Dennis thought he was Albert Einstein. Mm-hmm. Dennis thought he was above everyone, and he thought he was a genius. But like putting in bad grammar, maybe not necessarily good poetry. Uh, I hate his poetry. <laughs> like I think that kind of throws people off. They're looking for some slack jawed yokel, you know. Whereas mm-hmm. Dennis doesn't think he's that kind of person he's trying to be like ed gein like ed gein and um gary ridgeway they all average in the iq of 80 mm. so like in not smart like either really smart like ted bundy yeah or really dumb mm-hmm. well, like dumb. dennis like, yeah. <laughs> well dennis just thought he was smart dennis out of every serial killer i've ever heard of is so pathetic between him and son of sam just pathetic little boys that look like they smell like milk and cheese. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but um, it's just weird in this poem that he use, doesn't use words as kill or... It's like it's like he doesn't want to murder her. It's almost as if he's... If he's just there. Mm. Being like, oh, hey, these are, these are my kinks. Let me do them. And, and not to kink shame or anything, but murder is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> like... You don't use words such as longing, fear, desperation, like rapture, pleasure. He has kind of a romantic idea of murder, though. Mm -hmm. Like, he's longing to do it. He's, like, fully in love with the idea of binding, torturing, and killing these people. Yeah, I Mm. guess it just offers that kind of weird um, Mm. perspective. Yeah. Uh, We would see it as, like, obviously disgusting, crime, (laughs) ungodful, but... um, here he's just like, no, but this is amazing. And let me tell you why. No? Yeah, exactly. Do we have anything else about the poetry? I think it's almost like he's dissociating himself 
from the actual crime because he uses words such as like fantasy, mm. bed, you know, clean before the sun. Because you see in his, even in his statements, he's like, the monster made me do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's almost as if he's so ashamed or mm-hmm. like, but he's not ashamed because he brags about it. Yeah. I think he starts to become ashamed when he realizes he's never getting out of prison. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh no, that wasn't me. Oh, like, like trying to victimize himself yeah put himself away from the situation and just like whether or not it's the monster or whatever <laughs> you are the one actually carrying out things yeah. and you have to take consequences for your actions you know exactly doesn't want to do that he's like no, <laughs> he's like, no that wasn't me <laughs> okay so i want to note that there is a very big gap between the last planned murder which would have been anna and this now murder so the last murder attempted murder was in april of 1979 now we're in April of 1985 and his kid was born in this time period and as we said, that's kind of terrifying that he's just like, oh, I'll just take some time off. Like, <laughs> he, he can switch it on and off like a light bulb and that's terrifying. Like, yeah. that's that even makes it even more creepy. It's also kind of like, what did he do to kind of satisfy yeah. that urge what was through he those doing? years? <laughs> like, does anyone know? Was like, he just hanging out? Like, yeah. But I actually, I don't know if it's at this time, it might have been in the 80s, he work i can't think of what it's called but he he starts to work in like the community it's kind of i guess it's kind of like neighborhood watch and he's on dog patrol and stuff but like (laughs) he was like really serious about it like he would like apparently allegedly he would measure people's grass in their front lawn if it wasn't what dennis wanted you had to change it (laughs) and there was this one girl this one woman who had a dog Mm -hmm. and he was like you gotta sort out that dog and she's like there's nothing wrong with my dog and then her boyfriend moved in he goes you gotta get rid of that boyfriend so my idea is that she was next. Uh, and he was like, oh you got to get rid of that boyfriend. She so was like, in her face. Let me tell mm-hmm. you how to live your yeah. life. And she was like, I'm not going to get rid of my boyfriend. And one day she went off to work, came back, and her dog was not there. She rang the pound. Dennis had ordered her dog to be put down. He oh. had taken her dog, brought it to the pound, ordered it put down. Shit. Because she wouldn't get rid of that boyfriend. He really said, I'm going to take matters into my own hands. If you're yeah. not going to get rid of this damn dog. Like, But he's such an authority figure mm-hmm. in the community. So how did everyone else just think, oh yeah, well, sure, that's just him? Dennis Rader said it. I think that's the thing, is that like people just thought he's a fussy pop. Like, Dennis is a little fussy man. You know? Oh, oh, but he can't, do it. he can't be bad. He's got a wife and kids. <laughs> yeah. You know? that's, I think that's um, what keeps coming to people's minds. Yeah, that know? mentality for a lot of serial killers. Just like, no, there's no way. I couldn't Not see it. Not my it's Dennis. Like he, had, he had a family. He had kids. Yeah. There's no way he could have yeah. done it. It seems like it's almost like a control thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He can control what happens. He's in control of his own narrative. Maybe that's here. how he kind of, in a weird way, kind of like... Satisfied, satisfied himself he gets off just like controlling everybody's trip. lives in the community mm. oh, hell yeah. so in 1985 he launches this is such a stupid name project cookie Why are cookie? project, project cookie nerd <laughs> this plan was basically to kill his neighbor which again is a control oh. thing it's this woman that he sees every day and he's like i'm gonna take her life mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. he breaks in at night again mm-hmm. but she has a gentleman caller and he waits for the man to leave so he waits the whole night. Watching him. Well, I don't wife's know if she's not wondering room. where he is. is wife, just... What is his wife doing? Yeah. <laughs> she's just at home like, Dennis is out again. No. Like, he's out with the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> he then strangles 53-year-old Maureen Hedge, who's his neighbor, with her own pantyhose. Um, he oh. then takes the body to the church he's part of. 
He then friend, you know? begins to photograph her in sexually explicit poses. Like, putting her up on the altar with, mm-hmm. like, legs wide open. Putting her on the pews. Mm-hmm. Putting her in, you know, I can't think of the room. Jesus. Where all the robes are for, like, the altar boys and stuff. There's, like, a little oh, back room. Yeah. She'd put her, he'd put her in there and, like, take pictures of her. It took her five hours to clean all this up. Him five hours? It took him what? five hours to clean up all the evidence. Why would you bother? He does so much to just do... <sighs> I just, why are you putting yeah. yourself to the trouble like this? He, just do the bare minimum. Do we have mm-hmm. the photograph? You can look up the grave that happened. So she, um, I think this is again to throw off the police. He dumps her body on a dirt road. Mm-hmm. He dug up a grave for her. He never used it for her. But he brought his woman mask and his dresses. And he tied himself up and took photos of himself in the grave. Oh my which gosh. I think is what he's using for pleasure. Yeah, that photo is disgusting. That's his woman mask. <laughs> We're like, we're like, he looks what like a gigolo. Like, he looks like fucking Annabelle. Yeah. Why, why is it so pale? The, the cheeks are just it, like he, red circles. He made it in the 70s. He's not a man of arts and crafts, Miriam. How did he take action? Like, going back to the um, little murder scene, how did he take the the photos of himself tied up and that's stuff? That's what I don't so know. weird. He like, who like, pointed it down there? Yeah, that's what I don't know. But he, you can see, like, a photo. It's just him lying in a grave <laughs> with a woman mask and a dress on. Um, which I think, again, could be what he was using to, like, kind of satisfy himself over the time mm-hmm. periods like because he did take a lot of photos mm-hmm. that was the thing he took photos and driver's license and stuff that's yeah that's one of the photos oh my god he did a lot of drawings as well um which mm-hmm. if you watch mindhunter you'll see the drawings and it's i'm surprised by how accurate mindhunter actually is considering mm-hmm. that's yeah that's literally made at the time of like serial killers just kind of started becoming a thing in the 70s like they had no idea what this shit was in the 70s mm-hmm. so this kind of you know build up but he would draw pictures of like naked women all tied up in torture machines that he was gonna build while he was at work <laughs> no one thought anything of it they're, they're like, like ah sure typical dennis yeah. <laughs> and then we go on to september of 1986 Emily is just looking oh, up the photos of Dennis Rader. Look at that dumb truck. Oh my god. I, mean, he I, wish, I wish this was a video so we could show everyone. Yeah. You can do your own research at your own risk. You must. You, must, you have a good laugh, I think. Yeah, it's so pathetic. So we move on to September of 1986. Um, he dresses up in uniform of a telephone repairman to get into the house of Vicky Wergel. Wegrel. Americans have terrible last names. So he gets into her house. She's 28, and she's minding her two-year-old son. It's always with the kids. Like, yeah, young women oh. as well. He then, while she's distracted with her little kid, mm-hmm. she, he pulls out a gun. He does the whole story again. I have a sexual problem. Um, <laughs> but then there's another struggle, and she digs her nails into him. Digs her nails into him, trying to get rid of like, trying to hurt him. Mm-hmm. He then ties her up with a leather oh, yeah, shoelace. Sure. A leather shoelace. What the fuck were they doing in the 80s? <laughs> Why is it leather? I'm just... I take it all. How hard is that to tie? Yeah. yeah. Like leather yeah. shoes themselves are uncomfortable. Um, then he strangles her with her own stockings again. He rearranges her clothes and photographs her body. Then he takes her driver's license. That's what the song Driver's License is about, by the way. No, stop. <laughs> we don't talk about that song here. <laughs> then we have another big gap, because this is his last known victim, is in 1991. But he murdered uh, Vicky in 1986. So another gap. I don't know if he had a kid what at this the time. Gaps? I don't know. I don't know. Google, what's up with the gaps? <laughs> Let us know. So in 1991, he murders Dolores, known as D Davis. She was 63. 
milf. milf. She was a milf. <laughs> the entry is reckless. Like, he's always strategic with his mm-hmm. entries. Uh, but this, he just kind of came in. <laughs> um, he waits until she falls asleep. And he throws a concrete brick through her window just to okay, get in. I thought you were about to say she, he threw it out of her <laughs> I was like, excuse me? And obviously a big old concrete block coming through her window wakes her up. Mm-hmm. And he does his fugitive sexual problem story again. <laughs> Dennis is so uncreative in every way. He handcuffs her, ties her with her pantyhose again, and pretends to steal her stuff. Like he goes around like, oh, I'm going to take all this stuff. He kills her. <laughs> he slowly chokes her to death for two to three minutes and just watches her. Just watches her. And that's the last person he killed. That's the last person that we know of. That, that he killed. That we know. Mm. Mm. And then we get on to his arrest. And I hate this man even more. His arrest is... <laughs> oh, my God. So he's driving around uh, near his home in 2005. Year after. Oh, my God. It's your birthday. 25th of February. Aww. You would have just turned one. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, I don't want to link to this, please. Miriam is associated with the BT. <laughs> <laughs> you must be his kid. That's why he took the fucking break. <laughs> Stop. I, I think it's kind of weird that it took them... Well, not that it's weird that it took them so long because they didn't have technology, but like we know all the times that he's doing all this stuff, the amount of serial killers they've arrested him this time. Mm-hmm. Like Bundy's been and gone. Dammer's been and gone. Uh, Ramirez is arrested uh, just before his last uh, murder and like uh, Son of Sam is in prison by now but all those people weren't caught because of like like Bundy wasn't caught because they were like must be Theodore it was because he was he violated a traffic Mm. violation and then they found all this shit and they were like oh uh, (laughs) and then Jeffrey Dahmer got arrested because he had a, like he had a speeding ticket that he didn't pay, and they were and like, they came to his house and they yeah, found and they found a fucking head in the freezer. And they were like, um. I was like, Jeff, you can't actually do this. Like this is not allowed. But uh, so they had been hunting this fucker down for years. Mm-hmm. Like this, this was big. That um, the local police, the Wichita police, the Kansas Bureau of Investigation, the FBI, and the AFT ATF search Raiders' car and home. That's how many fucking organizations had to come. That were so interested in this dude, mm-hmm. they came, they searched all his shit, and they found this shit annoys me so much. This is kind of how they tracked him down. Floppy <laughs> He sent them a message he'd been communicating with, like the news, and he goes, "Can you guys track a floppy disk?" And they were like, "No, no, we can't." And so they, he gives them a floppy disk, and they look on it and they see the church he goes to. They go mm-hmm. to the church, they look up the literal Microsoft Word document, and it goes last edited by Dennis Rader. Oh my god, what the fuck? That's so They then stupid. look into Dennis Rader. Dennis Rader is the president of the church council. They find out where he lives, find out where he works, mm-hmm. find out his wife, everything. And he was like, I thought you didn't know how to track me down with a floppy disk. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even write a letter. Exactly. Well, technology has moved on. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> so, that's... They always get caught for the stupidest fucking thing. It's like, don't it's... check your tracks, dumb hell. Like... Don't write your full <laughs> name on your floppy disk. <laughs> He then, um, the police, as usual, they have a press conference when they find these things. And this, I really like how they worded this. Uh, the chief of police goes, bottom line, BTK is arrested, just leaves. That's <laughs> <laughs> all you yeah. need to know now. He was arrested of 10 counts of first degree murder and his bail was posted at $10 million. That was a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, he got 10 consecutive life sentences and he had to serve a minimum of 175 what years. What are you going to put a skeleton in there? <laughs> 
Um, and this is one thing I want to talk about is his attitude during trial. They, like, you know, question him, like, oh, can you talk about um, the 53-year-old woman you murdered? And he goes, oh, fine. So basically, oh, I went into her house. Like, he's so annoyed that he has to talk about it. Like, he's like, oh, anyway, so I did this. And first of all, he was dressed like fucking Colonel Sanders or whatever the KFC <laughs> dude is. Big white suit on him and a bolo tie. And he's like, oh. Fine, I guess I'll tell you about this. Like, moody little scene. What else are you going to do? You're going to jail regardless, so... Sir, you are never leaving prison. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And I just hate him so much. Like, I... Wear my glasses. I hate this man so much. His attitude bugs me to shit. But that's kind of all we have on Mr. Dennis Lynn Ryder. Um... His daughter actually wrote a book called yeah. Surviving BTK. And you can see photos of them when they were younger. And mm-hmm. they kind of just look like they had a normal life. Yeah. They were but like Dennis a- fucked it up. For everyone. Dennis oh, dad. Dennis went it all. <laughs> Come on, dad. They were, they were like the picture of perfect American family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the white picket fence and everything. Yeah, white, white middle class family with the perfect lawn. Then he had that white fucking female mask. Yeah. Oh my god. That's what my dreams, honestly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Uh, viewer discretion advised, but if you're gonna go look up his uh, crime scene photos, just fucking have a basin beside you to throw up in because mm-hmm. it's gross. It's so gross. Um, but yeah, thank you all for joining us today on our very first episode. I want to say thanks to Emily and Miriam for their contribution. I'm happy to be here. I've <laughs> learned so much and I really don't like this guy. <laughs> So, yeah, that was our episode on BTK. Emily looks very confused right now. I think she's looking up the crime scene photos. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's so... Oh, my God. Yeah, I've seen all these. (laughs) Anyway, thank you guys for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Bye. See ya.